going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Last and Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Digital Nation, and back again for another episode. This one is going to be this one is going to be more about talking about the things that I've been like interested in, but I'm just going like, to go more in depth about it as well talking about a specific topic. Um, so this one may be shorter. I don't know. But we'll see how things go from now. Um, but as always, um, be sure to rate this podcast if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Uh, share it. One who's interested in hearing these things. Um, yeah. Uh, as we are. Uh, but yeah, so um, what's going on with me? Um, I'm, uh, I've been watching stuff and listening to things and thinking about a lot of things but uh going into the first thing um let's go into music uh this seems to be i guess a strong i don't even know if i want to say strong a lot of artists that i either been like interested in but they're not i don't know how to put it i don't want to say they're not mainstream like there's like there is a a strong following but like there's been times when I like told people about these artists and people like who <laughs> so it's like I don't know where to categorize them but starting with the um Mick Jenkins I have recently just started getting into I, I re- like like I said I don't really be looking for music like sometimes when things are in your face a lot you get curious so like his project um waters kept on appearing my face um a lot frequently past few months so i'm like i don't know what this is who this is whatever the case is i clicked on it uh comments a lot of people really like praising this project highly i'm into it um it's a it's a very 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 good project i'm very solid like the, the fact that this man really made a whole album like talking about the importance of water but of course amongst other things too it's interesting um but he just dropped the song and music video like out of the blue um Isaiah Rashad from TDE has been dropping a bunch of singles so I'm sure that's gearing up to an album uh, I do not know when it's coming out but I'm definitely looking forward to that because the Sun Raids is a freaking I don't, I don't know if I want to say it. classic, but it's a personal classic for me. I love that album, like when it first came out. And granted, that was the only time I ever heard like Isaiah Rashad. Like when they first introduced him as a part of TDE with the "Shot You Down" video, I passed it up. I didn't even look at it and listen to it. None of that. So I wasn't even listening to him at all. Um, um, I don't know. I was really <laughs> like. I don't. I don't want to say I was bored. I, I just. I was just very open-minded. One day, I was. Um, I was sitting at home, and I was playing Call of Duty. I was playing zombies, and I guess I just needed some music. I don't really like. Damn, there's a background noise of the game. So I was like, let me get some music, something that keep me, you know, to get me into high rounds. So his album just dropped. Uh, I don't know. I was. I was like, why not? Uh, went into it. The album was just phenomenal. Like I kept on, like for many years on, from since it dropped to now. Like I just listened to that album a lot. Um, so me, it's a personal classic. Like something I could definitely go back to. Um, for the most part, really any songs I can skip. Oh, that's great. So I'm really excited for this next project he's gonna drop because this man been MIA since that album, and I believe that album came out 2015. 15 or 16 one of them I uh no I think I want to say 16 because of where I was I like had to be the earliest had to be 16 so yeah um, yeah hoping for his album the only person I'm really on TDE though who really needs to like come out of hiding is Abso like I don't know um, and Absol is an interesting one because his projects, um, they, they age, um, nicely for the most part. Um, I mean, 
it was the same thing with um with so uh i just started college and control system was that was fairly recent it like kind of just came out by college um and i i don't know why i, I knew nothing about abso really i just gave that project and i fell in love with the whole project um been following him since then uh next album that came after that uh these days and then drop do what that will um these days was strange like it, it felt like how when drake dropped um make me later it was like yeah this is this is like his first real big big album like legit album i guess i want to say uh and you can tell like he was trying to be more out there with his sound like he wasn't trying to go real deep into all the stuff that he talks about subject matter and i felt like it was a safe album it wasn't it wasn't terrible but it was safe um and then do what that will came out <clears throat> which came out the same day as one of my favorite rappers charles hamilton uh his debut album i can charles hamilton deserves like his own episode podcast <laughs> i'll get into that some but yeah so like I obviously, of course, I went for the Charles Hamilton project first, and then uh, I listened to Abso afterwards. I don't know when I listened to Abso that album the first time. Um, like you can tell he was going for a darker sound, but I guess like when you you aren't spiritually in that mood. Like it, it doesn't hit you. Um, the same thing happened to me with um, the Pimp a Butterfly with Kendrick Lamar. Uh, when he dropped that album, I listened to it the first time. I actually discussed it. So, like it, like it just, I don't know. Like it, it was, it felt like a bad energy was coming from that album. Like it didn't, it didn't sit right with internally. So, I dismissed that album for a few months, and I finally came back to it with a like frame of mind and a new consciousness and such and the album completely sound completely different from how I first heard it I'm like it sounds very like the first time I heard it, it sounds so depressing I don't know why then the next time I heard it like if uh, like the first song very funk upbeat and yet, like, you know, like there was nothing really technically depressing about it, but somehow when I first heard it, it put me in a depressing mood. So when I heard uh, Absol's Do What That Will, it did the same thing for me. But I recently went back into it again and I, like, it's very rated. I don't think people really even talk about that album much. I know if we go into like Absol, like, if people would talk about his most. I guess his best project would be Control System, but yeah. So I'm waiting for him to come out of hiding someday. But now we got Isaiah Rashad for to that, and as well, um, Tyler dropped album recently, uh, sixth album. Tyler is interesting. Um. He is, uh, I guess, like the definition of growing up, it, like self and your sound. Um, going from his first two albums, being like, you know, an angry teenager, just lashing out at the world and just saying bogus stuff to upset people, to his third album, uh, he started, he started like getting more aware of how people were feeling about the things he was saying and doing but at the same time it was like I'm still being like you know like this is me but I'm not doing this to hurt you no more like doing this because this is how I express myself creatively so like he changed his focus on how he's venting himself out um Cherry Bomb which strangely enough uh, most people didn't really like that album um the first time around um, it was very experimental and he kind of actually addressed that in this recent album um, he he uh, 
I don't want to say blamed it, but he his excuse for it was that he was um in puberty <laughs> in his early twenties, so he was uh seeing things different and experiments and his music, so that's why that sounded different. but which you can obviously hear it, but um I didn't mind it. It felt different, like it felt like he wasn't angry for the most part um anymore so it was more like i guess he has to figure out how i'm supposed to like be creative now 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 that i moved on from this part of my life and he was just experimenting with sounds and then we got flower boy that was just another one that was like he kind of found his sound and was like I guess he wasn't really confident with it still, but like, like he felt sure about it, but he didn't feel 100% confident with it until he got Igor, which like he kind of polished that. So this next album, um, "Call Me If You Get Lost," completely went to a whole new sound. Um, I think this album, honestly, is just him just letting y'all know that he does this like musically like he's on his rapping stuff now like ego and flower boy most part ego is like i think like 90 percent of the album i'm singing so, so he finally like went back onto his rapping uh new production style well it didn't sound like he didn't go backwards he's progressing he's going forward he's maturing um so that's good uh, I'm noticing. I'm gonna get into it afterwards, but overall, uh, my impression of the album, um, yeah, like it's it's good, but I don't want I don't want to say but as a bad thing. I'm this is personally for me as a but as in like one thing I have always noticed about me and Tyler projects is there's there will always be songs that are skippable I don't know like I can't like obviously when I first heard the projects I, I've listened to them all but if I'm to go back to them again I know for a fact that songs that eh, can do without it and I feel like Tyler has yet to do that with me like the closest the closest I can say um he got in with me would be uh wolf and almost flower boy flower boy it's probably one or two songs i can do without both same thing probably one or two songs i can do without but for the most part like i can listen to them all the way through igor like after a few songs i just stopped listening <laughs> like i don't know it, it's not that bad it just i don't know it just uh, like to keep listening that's mainly that so this album I'll be honest I'm not sure when but as of right now I, I really don't have no plans to go on back to like re-listening to the whole album um, there's one song I really do like um, it's probably one of his like most well I, I like the single song what's your name but obvious um, the sample and like the 90s feel of it but when you listen to the whole album uh, there's a song on there I don't know the title of it but he just goes on uh, it's like one of his longest songs he explains about the situation with him and the girl and such but like to hear like I like I, I just love when artists can give you substance I understand people can like rap you nice you go with rapping you go to you know metaphors and whatnot but like how can i relate to you so it's like going into like a rapper like mf doom uh like this man wordplay is out of this world but songs like fancy clown i love you know, talking about him and his teenage love that cheated on him whatnot like 
something simple like that. Like everyone been through a heartbreak. It's like, you no, know, no matter how nice you are with Iran, but something about you that makes you still feel like you're a normal person. That's why I've gotten more into listening to projects as whole compared to like listening to singles because um, as a kid, I would like deceive myself when like I would like love single and then I'll buy an album and all I care about on the, <laughs> was listening to the single on the album. I didn't care about listening to the whole album. So like I listen to the whole album, like it don't sound nothing like the single at all because they are, you know, they're giving you more than that one song that one feeling but I didn't uh, that's why for the most part like when when songs is dropping they dropping multiple singles before the project I'll probably listen to one single and then I'm like alright just give me the project cause I don't wanna feel like like oh maybe this is how it's gonna sound and then listen to the project it's gonna be like four songs that's completely different I wasn't expecting this at all but so, I mean, overall, yeah, Tyler album is good. Uh, I won't say it's bad. I don't think he really ever technically made a bad album. It's just for me, he has yet to make an album that I can listen to all the way through multiple times without having the feeling that I need to skip a song. But anyways, going on to like the things I've been watching. Um, watched the movie and I watched the anime. Um, about the anime last because that's going to lead into my main topic of what I want to talk about. Uh, so movies, um, Spiral uh, recently came out. Um, not, yeah, <laughs> it's, an, it's another one of those movies just like in the heights that was like teased like a year or two ago, but due to COVID, delayed it. I guess. Um, yeah. So, Spyro is the eighth, eighth or ninth movie. I think it's the ninth movie in the Saw franchise. Um, the good side about that, though, even though nine, no, that's a big number, but the thing about that is that you do not really need to have watched the previous eight to understand what is going on. Like, the most you will have to know about is that originally something was going on in the original franchise timeline but you no know, this is years later and someone is just redoing what that person had did a long time ago so like if I was to make up an example like let's say there's a new Jason movie that came out but this Jason killer is uh, or no, actually, well, I'm not going with that. Uh, they did it with the Scream movies. Um, even though they all use the same ghost face mask and disguise, it was always a different killer. So it's similar to that. Like someone just always repeating um, what was originally done beforehand. So that's what this is. So you don't really need to 100% know what's going on in the whole franchise to be like, damn, like nine movies in, I got to watch eight movies to catch up to this. So. Uh, first first impressions. Um, uh, I was I don't want to say I was skeptical. I was I was intrigued because um I believe I did mention this. I don't know if it was last podcast or like two podcasts. I don't remember, but um, Chris Rock is the lead in the movie. Um, for those who don't know, Spyro and the Saw franchise is a horror franchise. Well, I know air quotes because there's nothing really technically scary in terms of things that really pop out at you there's some cheap jump scares but that's the only, the only fair fact that if you're not if you do not like blood and gore and stuff then yeah that's not fair. um but other than that nothing really technically scary uh but yeah so Chris Rock is the lead. Um, also with Samuel Jackson, we all know Chris Rock made his entire um, legacy from being a comedian. Uh, Samuel Jackson, um, I mean, he's very versatile. But in terms of horror movies, oh, possibly he'd been in some. Uh, I think I watched them. If he have, so I don't know. I mainly know him from being in. 
action stuff and somewhat comedy piece. So it's another situation for me with like these guys are out there and what they're doing. But with that being said, like I said, first impressions, um, the doubt about that um, is gone. Um, it's a great movie. Uh, it's a good addition to the um, franchise. My, I'm gonna get into get into it towards the end. Uh, but yeah, great movie, great addition to the franchise. Uh, I recommend it, especially if you are already a fan of the Saw franchise. I do recommend. It. Of course, I'm not. I'm not here to get a review. I'm not gonna spoil. It. Uh, so the only thing I can say about the movie that. I um, mean, if I had to nitpick, was just that because so, the Saw franchise usually, you know, they all end in like a twist, which gives a reason why a sequel, why all these sequels kept on happening because end in twist. Um, but yeah, so if you already are familiar with the movie and familiar with formula, how twist works, for me, I saw the twist coming all the way. <laughs> yeah. That's the only nitpick about it. Um, but I would say that the ending of the movie completely, like, it, it removed my, I, I don't want to say my frustration, but my, like, oh, like, oh, that's the twist. Surprise. <laughs> but then it ended, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, not, like, you know, it, it, still, it still caught me. Like, even though, like, it's, I don't know how to explain like it still caught me in a way to like oh that was actually a solid ending despite the obvious twist so that was cool um how I compare the movie to the franchise uh this movie when I was watching it initially I was thinking that this movie felt like it was just it was it was an excuse to use the saw name like usually if you're familiar with the saw game most of the time either the like majority of the movie will take place in a trap or uh quote-unquote the trap games like the whole movie based on games like series of traps they gotta go through and sometimes there'll be like the side plot that also happens on the background uh this movie was completely the opposite so the traps and the games was just like they were just happening but the main plot and everything the main focus of the movie like it was more it was more storytelling compared to like trying to be a sub movie i don't know if that's technically a good thing or a bad thing i don't (laughs) but i wouldn't say like like I said, for example, the first movie, like the fact that as soon as the movie starts, um, the main two characters spend the entire movie trapped in one room. Of course, that was to like budget. It's a new franchise, so they had to get their foot in the door, expand to how they went later on with the franchise. But yeah, like like 90% of the movie took place in one room, and then other side stuff was happening compared to this. We are in a whole city. Oh, there's more people, more environments and stuff. So a lot was going on. Um, but yeah, um, I've seen people say that this is actually better than uh last movie that came out, Jigsaw. Um, I would say overall. I think it is. Um, if I had to make one thing that I would change, I guess I like actor who played. I don't oh, spoiler. I haven't seen Jigsaw. <laughs> oh no, this is a spoiler. I'm not going to reveal the person specifically, but. Obviously, if you know anything about the Saw franchise, 
Jigsaw, John Kramer, the main 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 villain of the movie. He was that's what, and this was amazing about the franchise. That's why I love the franchise. The fact that he dies in the third movie, and yet here we are, movie nine. Like the, how much his legacy kept on going after his death is like amazing. The impact he like he had, and the fact that the last two movies, um, like Saw one through seven, was all one continuing timeline. Uh, Jigsaw and this movie Spiral all happened years apart from those the previous movie so the fact that these two movies are years apart after john kramer's work and yet he's still like able to get people to continue his work since and i i like the guy who continued jigsaw more compared to this dude this guy like not so much not so much the character themselves like the motive nothing is just how they portray themselves like this dude seems like like I, I can believe him taking up the mantle of being the next jigsaw compared to this guy. That, that was that was mainly it. Uh but as for the future of the franchise, where I think this go next, um I'm not I'm not sure the like I'm not sure because you know, like I said, every movie ends in twists to open up potential sequels. Not, but I'm looking at the movie as how they titled it as "Spiral: The Book of Saw," and I'm thinking of it like, all right, so the Book of Saw. Now I'm thinking about chapters. I, I'm thinking this is just one chapter in the book, and we do get more sequels they're going to be completely different stories compared to this one and what i'm hoping is some kind of mcu thing will happen where each of like the main characters who are in each movie that was affected by the overall plot of these guys um continuing john kramer's work come together to take down this group i would like to see a direct sequel to this movie but I don't know where it can go after how it ended. That's why I would prefer that it would go into quote unquote chapters. They do tell a new movie. I want them to keep it. I want the timeline to be the same. So what happened in this movie, I want it to be like a background focus in the next movie. Like, we know it happened, but we're not going to talk about it because, you know, obviously that's the twist of later on. But we, we know that the, timeline wise, we know that it just recently happened. So time. So but the characters that was in Spiral come back into the next move. Uh, but but Spiral itself would be to be a, a sequel. I don't I mean, I wouldn't like I said, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I just don't know where it can go specifically with this specific story um but yeah i mean i, I, I love the friend the saw franchise like i like I, i'm not really a, a horror person uh, i honestly just gave this movie a chance and i ended up binge watching the like, entire franchise one i've just been watching them since but yeah overall solid movie um i do recommend it especially if you are into i guess horror or stuff and if you are a fan of the saw franchise there are some easter eggs and this uh just you know just to let you know that it's not too far removed from the the overall universe so it's something for everyone so um the next thing that i watched was uh anime um i was um i was debating because when i found out about this anime i found it as a movie uh and i eventually found out that oh what we call ovas of it not like you know consider it both like series side video 
I'll take some, but each episode was like 15 minutes <laughs> and the last episode was like 30 or 40 minutes so I, wa- I watched it. it was only six episodes long uh the movie I was trying to figure out which one to watch because yeah like if there's a movie that's telling the same story why uh there was originally no definitive answer when I was like looking which one to like watch uh people originally were saying to watch the movie first then most people just said we'll just watch the anime series oh i watched the series i may rewatch it to watch the movie because apparently there's like just a little extra scenes here and it's like give a little more background stuff but overall it's still the same story apparently so i'm just gonna watch see what extra stuff was in there um, but yeah, uh, I don't even know if I put the set the name of it, but the name of the anime is called Time of Eve. Um, this anime is, uh, I want to say Think I Robot. Um, so we're in uh, a future time period in Japan where uh, robots and androids are a common thing. Uh, you know, just like in robot, like having. Uh, Android in your house to be someone who like you know helps you around this. Um, so the androids are you know they look like you know they look human like, not like iRobot like where they look like like the robots. Um, there were like you no know, models beforehand that did look like legit robots. Um, that's why they they even called them robots. So they actually called them androids compared to robots to actually like you no. Know, let them know that there is a difference between them but yeah so like the it's easy to tell that no even though they look like humans uh it's easier to tell that they are androids because they will have uh, rings of that they are uh no but one that they are androids and the color will go red and green to let you know that they are like they are taking your command they're like when they're red they're like just idly doing stuff you give them a command like then the ring will go green and whatnot um so the overall story of this uh anime is uh, i guess you know dealing with people who are becoming what they would call uh android holics i guess which is people who are finding closer relationships with their androids compared to human even in terms of friendship and even in terms of love so you know society's like shunning people like oh you guys are like so pathetic to talk to people that you rather talk to androids and whatnot. Uh, it's like they show like a commercial. Oh, would you guys want your food to be produced by androids? Because you know they don't technically know like taste and what's good for us and whatnot. And like, how how can they tell what's right for us? Like, we should be dependent on ourselves to make our own our own so there's a lot of human versus android situation going um so the main character uh he he's like he he texts like the log of his android house droid um and notice that she had went somewhere without being told while she was out and about like she was told to go shopping or whatnot but she made um a pit stop on her own and he ran why <laughs> so he goes with his friend um they go down like this alley and they like uh what is this place um it just looked like a random like metal door or whatever like it doesn't look like a door so they didn't know it was a door like it just looked like one of those metal fans and whatnot 
and then an android comes by and opens the door in front of them and they realize that it's place so um they go inside realize it's a cafe um called eat and the number one rule of the cafe is basically to treat humans and androids the same um even androids when they are inside their rings are removed so when you're in there you don't even know who's an android or human and you would think that would be easy because like <clears throat> you know obviously android would robotic right. so but they actually do develop a whole new like a whole human personality so there's a time for example where they actually met like a, a girl um yeah they met a teenage girl in there like she's like no she's cool she's a normal person they believe she was a normal person and then they was at school the next day just talking about the place and then they saw her and he, he was about to go off to talk to her and when he turned around he looked up and saw that she had the android uh, ring around her head and realized it was joy so he was like okay. and then he was like yo it's like she's a complete different thing like she's just like an obedient robot outside in the real robot like when you're in this place everyone is treated the same everyone is you know there is no human there's no robot you're just a customer in this cafe um that's why that's the rule like don't really discuss all of that don't try to put people out as if they are human or if they are android just thing so yeah so that they are in this place but he couldn't find uh, the main reason why he went there obviously if his house droid would actually go in there and at first he couldn't find her there um until he randomly saw her and she freaked out and left and then it was just awkward at home because she well, she's just acting like a normal android when she's there so uh, <laughs> like you know it's weird but he started you know feeling something inside of him you know being intrigued by this place so he started frequently going there like almost every day and he started really like adjusting at first he uh he was feeling weird about it like why are and like his friend as well too like why are y'all trying to be human android i can't understand how we truly feel but not his friend was annoying as hell <laughs> uh, if i was a nitpick about a bad thing but that was my that was my uh, that was like uh internal question with myself like when you hate a character or dislike a character a lot is it because they are like just terribly written or annoying or is it like they were meant to annoy you like does that technically count as a win i mean they are actually well written so like they did their job like you're supposed to hate this character you don't feel no way about this character that we failed but i don't know like um eventually you know he redeems himself but like through majority of the show he was just annoying um we eventually learned why so yeah um the other main character was like he was on the fence about it at first at first he didn't understand why but then i don't know as he kept on like say so he kept on going there and realized like you know when he's there it's like yeah like the labels and whatnot goes away like you can just chill with these people oh everyone everyone have their stories everyone have their feelings like if it's and um yeah so he grows to like the place a lot and up him feeling more accepting and whatnot um i low-key wish there was um, more closure. I feel like it kind of ended. It ended uh, to make it seem like there's gonna be another season. But apparently, this anime is what like seven or eight years old now, and no second season. So it's looking like that's not happening. So I guess I mean. 
that's why I hate like I hate recommending <laughs> good animes that don't that should have another season but don't. And it's like I don't know another one that's good. Um, I mentioned it before. Uh, no game, no life. Amazing. It definitely and it definitely uh, left it for a sequel. But to this day, the so no sequel. So I don't know. Um, I I don't know. I, I I'll recommend it honestly because it's it's a good watch and it actually leads into my topic now. Like good thing to like think about. Uh, but yeah uh but yeah fair warning that there is no following up to what happens afterwards uh so yeah going into like my main topic overall of what i wanted to really talk about um after watching the movie and of course like i said um if you've seen irobot you notice uh the comparison quickly uh so you know, uh, we we always had all these um, movies, shows, video games. You've seen iRobot and whatnot, and like the things that movies have predicted for us, um, and movies, video games, and TV shows that predicted the things that we would have by now and whatnot, um, like. I would go for example uh back to the future um uh we actually passed the the year that the movie um back to the future 2 when they jumped to the future uh we we passed the year so they predicted like we should have or probably would have by that time and like where we are with it now like having uh, drones uh just like uh i don't know i guess like what you call it got like teslas now so you know that your cars are becoming more common hoverboards on the thing uh vr gaming whatnot just all like the way technology has advanced from or you could unlock your phone with your thumb or your face recognition you can pay things by tapping your phone next to the uh the scanner you don't even need your card uh just getting to the point where like having a wallet it's one thing than having <laughs> like cards and like you know your phone leave your house with keys in your phone probably might get to the day where you don't need your keys like maybe you just put your phone up to your door and it will scan and unlock your door we already got pushed to start cars so like most part you don't 100% need your key uh yeah uh then we got games like cyberpunk um before the body enhancements but not but before I even get to that, um, yeah, like, let's talk about, uh, first let's talk about things that we are kind of like ushering in. Got Teslas. They're becoming common now, slowly. They're already known for, like I said, they're electric cars and they are becoming, they're also self-driving cars. Getting to the point cars can drive themselves um of course i have not drove one and and whatnot so i don't know the technology behind it like i don't know the the limitation of the self-drive like when you reach your destination like does it like find an automatic parking spot for you and park the car or are you on your own at that part because like place like New York for example always those signs where, like you would notice like you see a huge gap in parking space and you wonder why there's no cars then the signs like oh we're parking here Monday through Friday uh this time it's like 
stupid like but your car no that shouldn't supposed to be parking it your car parks you somewhere it shouldn't be i don't know so i haven't been in one to know how that works but for the most part it seems like you are just driving normally like it's aware of what's around it to not drive into another car so we are getting into the time where that's getting on I mean people building robots and having AIs you know series and Siri and a group and no right now these are all the also in the physical like my thing is like <laughs> my thing is uh it's like kind of my beef with like human beings uh like we want change and then there's the group that don't want change and it's the group that don't want change that become the loudest because because they become the most disturbed uh and they cause the most panic cause the most you know hysteria and becomes an issue with everyone and like yeah so take uh will smith character and i robot you know he was someone who was like real old school and still wearing old shoes uh when his he preferred driving his car manually and self-driving um he had a freaking motorcycle that still ran on fuel <laughs> most cars wasn't running off no more uh he ate the idea of robots and do everything himself but um obviously the backstory of why but yeah so there's gonna be those people who's like you know i want to stick to the rules of everything just being human and whatnot like oh now we got you know the number one thing you know because the number one issue eventually obviously losing jobs and whatnot you know fact that we have self-checkouts and three stores and what i like you don't even have to talk to a person no woke up over there scan pay and walk out um uh i was i was actually at the um well not me um i noticed that you can actually uh saw the video Japan. uh i think it's amazon i don't know like an amazon store whatever the place but they had a cart that comes with like i guess like a, a tablet or whatever and stuff and you can scan stuff you are taking right to the cart and like just put it all in the cart and it's already scanned right there and you make your payment right there and you just walk right out like literally <laughs> getting to the point where it's like the only thing people are here for right now is just to restock everything like you don't even need to talk to people no more like this like there's already apps uh Oh, the thing I'm looking for is an IO ten. Uh so you don't even like you know, if you have you come in with a game plan, like you can literally walk in and out that store without speaking to one associate unless they like force themselves to speak to you. <laughs> like literally like, oh okay, I already know where all my items are. Uh the freaking this app or there's the card that already lets me scan all my items as I'm going and once I'm done, pave right there, walk right out. I'm um, gonna cause those places, um, as you call it, grocery stores where people we have to like check the receipt at the end or whatnot. Um, but for the places that don't do that, so you just walk right in, walk right out, paying for your stuff, and that's it. Yeah, like when it gets to a point where robots. Are gonna be like driving up and down the aisles themselves and putting things into the shelves themselves and whatnot and yeah it goes into the same question of that um that commercial of like 
you want your food to be produced by robots like how do they know what's good for us if they don't even eat it or drink it type thing so it's like at this point it's gonna become a like a question of what are we gonna be good for anymore if we go that route with like having androids and robots do everything for us like what what is gonna be our purpose anymore at this point like i mean granted i'm i'm already like as is like i, I i'm already like against a lot of things we do <laughs> like i believe we are doing a lot of things we shouldn't be doing by nature like the f like humans being territorial and whatnot <laughs> i don't want to get deep into all that like that's not stance on this podcast but humans already humans just been very contradicting on everything like throughout history so like us losing our purpose it's like i think we lost our purpose a long time ago and as time gone it's losing even more and more so then we got the people who building robots and whatnot and you know now we're losing we losing what's cute you know why we wake up anymore you know you wake up to go to work you know, maintain your house whatnot but why do i need to do that when there's a robot that does my job when there's a robot that could clean my house like why am i waking up anymore why am i living anymore if i literally serve no purpose at this point so that's that's always the gonna be the human versus android relationship like we want the we know we want the change we didn't know there's people that don't know yeah we we want the extra help we don't want to do everything want to be late uh especially especially going into like you know when we got into lockdown like a lot of people had to do things at home and whatnot it's like you know maybe it was a handful an extra hand having a robot clean up for you while someone like me or people who are bigger than me who do podcasting for like a little or stream for them, like they could focus on streaming but not no, not there's a robot, you know, cleaning the dishes, taking out the trash or something. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's people that, you know, welcome it. Yeah, there's going to be people who are going to be like, well, <laughs> we're losing what makes us us. We're losing our purpose. So what's the point? Um, so, yeah. Um, but for me, I've I, I always been on... I've been on, I've been like on the fence about it, like on everything. Like, yeah. Um, cause, um, like I know what goes through certain jobs prior, like, hour. And granted, yeah, it could be possible someday to just completely replace all of that with robot technology and whatnot um but yeah so it's like yeah where, where that leaves us um, i think um that's why i enjoy doing these things like entertainment aspect um, you know yeah like um there's a point in the movie where uh we learned that uh, the kid plays the piano that he actually I don't know, I think he composition or whatever and it forced him to kind of lose his self drive and his confidence to play the piano again because he lost to it there's no there's not no, there's no perfection they don't, they don't know the human side of practicing to be good they just are programmed Air, play this song they just learn it in two seconds and they do it flawlessly like it's that human emotion that goes into creating that's why i love creating so much like despite as much work it takes like when i'm done recording this and i gotta go back and fix anything that i i have did or if i had any breaks or whatnot 
and stuff uh when i made my video had to record all the gameplay and whatnot edit all the footage so that it makes sense with what i'm saying so everything times up perfectly like it's a lot but i enjoy it because that's like you know that's the side that makes you you like that's your vision that's the part of you that you are expressing to it like yeah there are a bunch of podcasts out there i see this question a lot in like my podcast group of like like oh explain your podcast what makes it different from others and it's like it's not so much my it's not so much as my podcast like telling you like oh i'm just talking about stuff it's not so much about what i'm talking about it's just me like what makes my podcast different is because i'm doing it <laughs> like there um i don't know anyone else who talks about things like i talk about or who talks about them the way i do or cares about the things i care about um that's why um we want to have guests so maybe that i can find people like that find people with different opinions that's what it's all about being self so yeah like the part of like yeah being human like there's certain things that Oh, uh, human like androids and robots. Um, I personally believe they just can't replicate. Movie in real life is gonna be thing like. Uh, what's that movie? Oh god, it's, it's another Will Smith movie too. Uh, uh, Gemini or Gemini Man, one of them. Uh, where? Well, that's not technically a robot; it's a clone, but same concept of you know you think of clones robots and enjoy if they look like you act like us the thing is you know what makes us us so even that so certain thing i believe it's uh, souls spirits uh, spirits not so much spirits uh <laughs> like not ghosts and stuff but like um spirits as in like your energy but not like your spiritual energy that's something that, you know that's we've been given and yeah so it's like when they make clones and it's like they find out they they find out that there's another clone and they don't know that they are the clone so it becomes an eternal struggle like who, like am I real who's real who's fake and whatnot? and it's like that's always gonna be a thing like <clears throat> we, we're always there's not gonna be something that's gonna like <clears throat> like uh, yeah like like you can't copy soul the essence of what you are what you was born with or you can sound like or, it do do but you won't have the passion and the drive to do them the way i do it why i do them like you won't understand why you're doing it it's soulless yeah uh, going into another thing that i always been on defense about um to uh the cyberpunk and cyber cybernetic enhancements <laughs> on paper sounds cool sounds great like yeah i would love to you know well i wouldn't love to. i don't i personally hate phone calls but the idea of like yeah i don't you don't have to like i said everything is on your phone now and then there's oh, oh everything's chip and playing my body now i can answer a phone call fine they think connecting a wire from my body to something uh how they didn't no whatever way that makes it more convenient for you to do things without needing items no <laughs> like don't come to a point where we're just gonna have clothes with no pockets because there's no point in carrying because we are gonna be in control of everything what we enhance ourselves with um 
again same same thing with me uh like i said on paper sounds amazing um like oh there's a youtube video that i want <laughs> that i want to watch uh you know like oh can't bring your phone into school or into work of course which that would lead into other problems for us um i guess that should be also a thing that's like age limit uh it's like gotta be certain age to get enhancements <laughs> but yeah uh but for this example let's say uh you're in school or whatever you thinking about a video or whatever or you know you want to cheat on a test and you just browse up a website in your head like you know eyes Oh, illuminates the website um obviously usually there's a way to tell like you know people eyes with oh bro what you doing like i see what you're doing <laughs> um but yeah like yeah the convenience of like you just walking like oh, i feel like watching them like you know yeah like oh you're on a plane uh it's gonna be a long flight <laughs> and you have netflix all in your head <laughs> like you don't need a tablet you don't need to pay for the flight or whatever just know yeah you just yeah just it's in your mind you just boot up the movie and it just projects in your eye <laughs> so yeah the convenience sounds great but again goes into like essence and your humanity I don't know like I don't believe I don't know. It's like I don't want to say believe in. I just don't like the idea of. I never like the idea of doing things or taking things to enhance how you feel. Like it's the reason why I don't drink. It's the reason why I don't smoke. Uh, it's the reason why I don't drink certain things like energy drinks or coffee or whatever. I just don't like the idea of. I need something else to make me better because my logic with that is let's go into a time period before these things were were invented and people had to strive and deal with life and energy drinks didn't exist and coffee didn't exist like you have the power to naturally give yourself the energy you need like you know the point is like it's everyone wanted to be instant like you know you drink an energy drink and you feel like oh like it doesn't hit you instantly but it's like it's a mind trick like you think you just hit a energy drink and you think it just like freaking turns you super saiyan and you go like i'm pretty sure it doesn't hit you that instantly bro and i think that's the quote unquote scam of it like I, I, I'm not saying that energy drinks don't work or whatever the case is like I just don't like the idea of like cause I have done this plenty of times to, to like when I felt sick and like I really hate well I personally don't even like others and what I don't like taking medicine and what I do take medicine sometimes and it's like my mind will play a trick on me like a few minutes oh I just took this medicine i feel better <laughs> and then like eventually like brain was just like ah you're still sick <laughs> so it's like i don't know it's like a mind thing it's like oh you think whatever it is you just did just fixed you but oh it's still a process like everything will be a process like waking up in the morning you're not a morning person like i don't think you, I don't think people are supposed to be getting up and just like throwing themselves into the middle of everything. Like, I think to get up, take time with it, adjust yourself, realize what's going on, focus, reevaluate uh, yourself, and just whatnot, and just slowly progress and slowly just increase your energy from there and just keep going on. Like, there's been times where it's like I had days where. I barely do anything and I feel like I have zero energy like I'm exhausted then this time where I work a lot of hours and I come home and still be up hours later and it's like damn bro when I'm gonna be tired <laughs> like 
I don't know. Like your body just, your body is just like that. Like you can, it, it can do a lot of things. It's all about your energy. Yeah, like how you, how you are able to recharge yourself. I, I don't like the idea of having to take something to be something different or feel something different. That's why I don't want you know, the idea of going out to parties and whatnot. And I, I gotta drink so that I can enjoy the party. Like why? Why can't I just enjoy it naturally? Stuff. Yeah, it's whatever. Um. But yeah, I mean, uh talking <laughs> solo a lot. Like it's really can be exhausting just talking to yourself a lot. Like I guess. Um. So for the most part, I guess I'll end it. Here. Kind of my points. Um, so yeah, I mean, question of the day, of course. Like, how do you guys feel about you know, if we ever get into the time period where we have androids and self-driving cars become the norm? Like, when we get to that f- point of the future where we have to, we can do less and we have machines to do more. Like, are you guys for it or against it? And yeah. That's mainly it. So um yeah man, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is actually probably one of my longest solo episodes. Uh, I think so. I'm not sure. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, share, like I said, rate it. Listen on Apple Podcasts. Um, as well, my podcast is also now available on Amazon. Uh, if you guys are using that service to stream stuff uh, my podcast is available on there too so yeah um, Amazon Spotify Apple Podcasts whatnot and yeah see you guys next episode take care peace